Hello and welcome to the East Baltimore Graffiti Church's podcast. We are so excited to have you join us today. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at ebgraffitichurch at gmail.com. Or you can check us out on our website at ebgraffitichurch.org. Good morning, everybody. It is a Father's Day today. I want to say happy Father's Day to all the fathers that are present today. Um, <clears throat> I'm just glad to be here and I'm thankful to be here today. Um, I appreciate the, the honor to preach here once again on Father's Day while Charlie is absent. He is preaching at his home church, I believe. I want to say it's Annapolis. I could be wrong about that, but you know, he's preaching at his home church. Um, but I thank you all for being here today. Um, I'm going to open this up in prayer, and then we can get started. All right. Lord, Heavenly Father, I just want to say thank you today. Um, I thank you for allowing us to be here today, Lord. Um, and I thank you for um, just for all the fathers in the world, Lord, Heavenly Father, and all the men in the world, Lord, Heavenly Father. I pray that you allow men, fathers, young men, old men, whoever, Lord, Heavenly Father, I pray that you allow them to praise your name even on this day, Lord, Heavenly Father, and I pray that you just continue to bless fathers and bless men, Lord, Heavenly Father. Um, I pray that you allow us to go home safely today, Lord, um, and I pray and I give you all the worship and praise to the Almighty Father, Lord, Heavenly Father. You deserve all our glory and all our praise and all of our worship, Lord, Heavenly Father. I pray that you just continue to watch over us, and I pray that you just continue to encourage people and give people hope and give people a reason to just keep on pushing forward no matter what, Lord, Heavenly Father. So in Christ Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. So today we will be coming out of the book of Jonah. Um, the title of today's sermon is, Men, What You Doing? Feel me? Because I feel as though that, and I've, the Spirit was leading me to preach a sermon like this regarding men in particular on this particular day. Um, being as though it is Father's Day, I feel as though that a lot of men do need to step up into that role more. Um, not just in that role, but just in life in general. Um, I do believe that a lot of men need to hold themselves accountable these days. Um, and so that's basically what the sermon is about um, coming again out of the book of Jonah. This is the New American Standard Version. So there you go. <clears throat> and the verse of the day is Jonah 1 verses 1 through 3. And it reads, the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, to, saying, arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, and cry out against it, because their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah got up to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. So when he went down to Joppa, found a ship that was going to Tarshish, paid the fare and boarded to go with them to Tarshish away from the presence of the Lord. <clears throat> so here for all the men out there, men are brave, men are courageous, men are strong. You know, God has assigned us the role of leadership, the role of leadership in the churches, the role of leadership in the households. That is who we are. That is what we are designed to do. That is what we've always been. However, men are also very, very prideful, very, very arrogant and selfish. We tend to overlook some of the things because of our pride and because of our arrogance and everything else in between. We as men forget to humble ourselves. We as men become lustful, we become lovers of money and everything in between because of those things. And so as men, we have to learn how to hold ourselves accountable and do the things God has called us to do. And so the first point is, as men, we should not run away. 
We should embrace our role for who we are, for what God has called us to do. We should not run away from our very purpose as Jonah did in the first chapter. He ran away from the very thing that he was supposed to do, which was to preach to the people of Nineveh. And for a little background information, Nineveh was a very, very dangerous city. So there's an understandable reason as to why Jonah did not want to go to Nineveh, because Nineveh was known to not only kill people, but then they would display their bodies for the world to see right outside the front gates. So Jonah had every reason to not go to Nineveh. In Jonah's mind, they did not deserve any compassion from God. In Jonah's mind, he felt as though that it was not even worth risking his own life for. But see, the very purpose and the very point that Jonah missed was that no matter what God has called you to do, you better walk in that calling. Because no matter how far you run, no matter how long you run, God is going to catch you at some point in time. Your legs are going to slow down and get tired and you ain't going to have no choice but to go do what God wants you to do. This is the very purpose on what men are designed for. Men are designed to be leaders. So running away from that role is a very, very cowardly thing, in my opinion. However, the Lord hurled a great wind on the sea and there was a great storm on the sea so that the ship was about to break up. Then the sailors became afraid and every man cried out to God and they hurled the cargo which was in the ship into the sea, lighting it. To lighten it for them. But Jonah had gone below the stern of the ship, had lain down and found sound and fallen sound asleep. So the captain approached him and said, how is it that you are sleeping? Get up, call on your God. Perhaps your God will be concerned about us so that we will not perish. And so you see the mistake that Jonah made was the fact not only did he run, but now him not holding himself accountable has put other people at risk and in danger. And as men, this is what happens when we run away from the purpose that God has called us to do. We put other people at risk because of decisions that we make. Everything that we do in our lives is for a specific purpose. Everything that we choose to run from is for whether it's a good reason or bad reason has all the reason to affect everybody around us. When we decide to run away from God's calling, he sends a storm. He sends a storm our way so that we will have no choice but to turn to him. And not only, on, not only that, did Jonah not only run away and put people in danger, this man is asleep. He's asleep on a ship in the middle of the storm like it doesn't even matter to him. Because deep down inside, he knew that the reason why the situation was the way it was was because he chose to run away from it. He chose to deny the calling that God had placed on his life. And there's a picture of a storm. Um... This is what it looks like. It's a tiny little boat. I'm pretty sure the ship was much, much bigger. However, the point is, this is what God will send your way if you choose not to follow him. He's going to find a way to make you turn to him and accept your calling for what it is. Amen. And so the next point I say to all men is that we also have to be able to humble ourselves. Because as men, we have very, very hard and difficulty in humbling ourselves. We have to admit when we are wrong. Not every battle is meant to be won. Sometimes there are times when we need to sit there and say to ourselves, should I really be doing this? 
Should I really be, as Jonah did, should I really be running away from my responsibilities? Should I really be trying to avoid and purposely avoid what God has called for me? <clears throat> and we should never let our titles blow our heads up. We should never let the word like pastors or ministers or elders, even certain things like maybe doctors or lawyers. I got my degree from Harvard. I got a Ph.D. this, that and the third. Yeah, it's all nice and dandy. But at the end of the day, titles mean nothing. At least they mean nothing to God. We should not base everything about ourselves based off of the titles that we have earned. Because then we become very, very prideful and very, very arrogant to the point where God will have no choice but to humble us. And we cannot complain by any means or fashion that God chooses to humble us. Some battles cannot be won no matter how hard you try. No matter how far you run, as I stated before, God will catch you. No matter how much you try to fight against something that you feel as though is wrong against you, you're not going to win. Not every battle is meant to be won. Some battles we have to step away and allow the loss to settle in because through our losses, we are able to learn from them. Through our losses, we are able to understand what our roles are and what our responsibility entails. Go ahead, Morgan. And so in Jonah chapter 2, 7 through 9, at this point in the story, Jonah got tossed into the sea because they finally figured out that he's the reason why the ship almost broke apart, while their lives were in danger. Not only did they figure that part out, they then tossed him into the sea because that was the only way God would have mercy on them. And then when he, they tossed him into the sea and the storm calmed down, they praised God for it. And so Jonah, in this case, got swallowed by a big fish, not a whale, but a fish. Got to specify that. In verses 7 through 9 of chapter 2, while I was fainting away, I remember the Lord and my prayer came to you into your holy temple. Those who are followers of worthless idols abandon their faithfulness. But I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving that which I have vowed I will pay. Salvation is from the Lord. Amen. And I believe there's a reason why Jonah says this, because as men, we have to re remind ourselves that it's not us that can bring us our own salvation or our own peace. If we rely on God, God will deliver us from the big fishes in our lives. God will deliver us from the storms in our lives. And we also have to remember and remind ourselves that throughout humility, he sends the storms and the big fish to swallow us or to consume us so that we may call on him. This is the very reason why Jonah gets swallowed by the big fish, because he had to learn humility. He had to learn how to say, God, you know what? You're the reason why I'm here. You're the reason why I'm in this predicament. And you're the only one who can get me out of it. Salvation is from the Lord. And there is a picture of Jonah swallowed by a big fish. I want you to keep in mind the artistry. It shows that Jonah has a lot of room to pray. Literally. He can get on his knees, make a fire in some cartoons. 
and shout out to God, but I want people to remember that he's swallowed by a fish, which means in the body of an actual fish, let's just say a whale, if it was a whale, he's not in an open space. He's being compressed within the stomach of an actual beast, getting digested as we speak. So this situation is not as easy as this artist portrayed it. But the point is, while we're being compressed by God, or in this case, a big fish, we have to say to him, okay, free me so I can do what you want me to do. And the last point that I want to stress is never doubt your purpose or your responsibility as a man. There will come a time when all men doubt themselves and they lack the self-confidence to do what God has called them to do. You are called to lead, lead. If you are called to fight, fight. If you are called to preach, preach. The point is never doubt who you are because when God has called you to do these great and mighty things, God will be the one to exalt you. Ignore the haters. Ignore the doubters, ignore the enemies, ignore everyone that comes against you. I had someone in my life that was hated on by people around him. They acted like his friends. They acted like his friends when it convenienced them. But deep down inside, they despised him. They was praying on his downfall. But as a man, he was flawed. He did have moments of weakness. He did have moments where he felt as though he wanted to give up. But that didn't stop him from living. That didn't stop him from completely giving up. And by all means, God sent him a person to uplift him every step of the way. God sent him a person to help him recognize that his worth was invaluable to God, that his worth was absolutely indispensable because of God. Amen. And in honor of Father's Day, I have to say that that person was my stepfather. And he suffered so greatly. He suffered so much in pain that I have never seen before with my own eyes, but my mom did. And every step of the way, she reminded him that he was there, that God was there for him. Never doubt your purpose because the enemy wants you to doubt your purpose. It's just the exact reason how the enemy is able to twist the minds of men today. It is the exact reason how men do not understand how important their roles in the household and in the church is. There are many of little boys and young men in the streets without the guidance of men. And if men was to step up, they were able to change the hearts of those young men and little boys in the streets. And there would be less crime and less violence. Men have to hold themselves accountable. Amen. There's a reason why we are here. There is a reason why God has called us to lead. Amen. And quite ironically, I heard a, a situation right in Greenmount where a guy was going to the women and saying, women, you are, you know, the next leaders of this generation. You guys can do so much. You guys are the next leaders, this, that, and there. And it's, it's all fine and dang to say women can step it up. Especially black women, because black women have stepped it up so many times. But the whole thing that I was confused about with this particular man is that, okay, you're saying all this to the women, but you're not saying all this to the men. Mm 
hold the men accountable. The women are already doing what they've been doing all these years. But as a man, you should go to the men who are selling drugs in the streets, purposely trying to destroy our neighborhood and tell them, OK, hey, teach these kids how to get out of this situation so they won't end up like you. Amen. Give them a reason to hope. <clears throat> and keep in mind that nothing is impossible with God. Amen. Keep in mind that through God, all things are possible. Men, we find ourselves in positions where we feel as though that the world is collapsing all around us and we tend to forget who the master of the universe is, who is the master of our circumstances, who is the one that can deliver us from it all. And men, we have to remember and we have to remind ourselves how much God loves us. We have to remind ourselves that when nobody else loves us, God does infinitely. There's a reason why men have the highest suicide rates in the country. Because men feel overwhelmed by the roles that they are given. And some men don't feel appreciated by those things. And some men feel like that they're not doing enough for their families or doing enough for themselves. But God will always say to you, you are enough. God will always say to you that I am with you no matter what. Pay people and pay society no mind. And in all those things, when we walk in our purpose, we should never be able to convince ourselves or the enemy should not be able to convince ourselves or people should not be able to convince ourselves that our purpose is worthless enough that we are unable to do a great change. Who are we to say that our purpose will not conduct a great change? Who are we to deny our purpose because we feel like that it's not going to do anything for anybody. As in Jonah 3 verses 1 through 6 proves otherwise that when Jonah walked in his purpose and actually followed what God wanted him to do, great change happened. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, and proclaim to it the proclamation which I am going to tell you. So Jonah got up and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was exceedingly a large city, three days walk. Then Jonah began to go through the city one day's walk. And he cried and said, 40 more days and Nineveh will be overthrown. Then the people of Nineveh believed in God and they caught a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest to the least of them. When the word reached the king of Nineveh, he got up from his throne, removed his robe from himself, and covered himself with sackcloth and sat on the dust. And in Jonah 3, 9 through 10, who knows God may turn and relent and turn from his burning anger so that we will not perish. This is what the king of Nineveh says. When God saw their deeds, that they turned from their evil ways, then God relented of the disaster which he had declared he would bring to them. So he did not do it. And here is a picture of Jonah preaching to the people of Nineveh. And so my point is in that last portion where it says 
Never doubt your purpose. My whole point is that somewhere along the line, Jonah doubted that his purpose was going to be fulfilled because he filled himself with doubt. He filled himself with a merciless heart towards the people of Nineveh because in his heart, he felt as though they did not deserve it. But who are you to say what anybody does or does not deserve when God is calling you to do so? Salvation comes from the Lord, as the Bible stated, as Jonah said when he was in the belly of the fish. You never know what you can change, but God knows what you can change. So never give yourself the excuse of saying, oh, I don't know how this is going to work. I don't know how this is going to happen. You cannot convince yourself to do that. You cannot let the enemy convince you that that is that that, that the task is impossible. I've seen plenty of people walk in ministry where it seemed impossible. I've seen people walk through circumstances where they seemed impossible. But God proved them every single time that all things are possible. And so in conclusion, my final point, the overall point that I'm trying to make here is that men need to step it up. The title of this sermon is men, what you doing? And the last point that I'm trying to make is men need to step it up because in this day and age, a lot of things could go a different way if men spoke up and took accountability for what they are called to do. A lot of things would not be happening if men stepped into their roles and stepped into their households and brought order where there is chaos. I know this is Father's Day, and I know that the whole point of Father's Day is to show appreciation to all the fathers out there and to all the upcoming young fathers that's, that's having children. But at the end of the day, as fathers... And as young men and as men as a whole, we have to hold ourselves accountable. Let's give people a reason to be appreciative of fathers. Let's give people a reason to be appreciative of men. Because lately, we have not. At least in my own opinion. We have to hold ourselves accountable. If we choose not to do what God calls us to do, He'll find a way to make us do it and accept it anyway. So you might as well just go ahead and do it. Because God is going to force you to do it one way or another, whether you like it or not. <clears throat> but it's okay. Because sometimes there's moments in our lives where we have to be at rest for a season. And I'm saying this to, to emphasize that men do not overwhelm yourselves with too much. Because that can happen too. Do not overwhelm yourselves with trying to take on so many things at one time. That's why God says give it to him so that all those things can balance each other out. And so that we will not feel overwhelmed for the role that we play. Sometimes it's okay to take a rest. Sometimes it's okay to take a breather. One of the greatest things about sports is that they always tell you at some point in time, take it easy. Because even in our frustration, even in our weaknesses, even in our flaws, God is the one who is always going to be there for us. 
And we must not forget that God is the only one who truly understands us. When you feel like no one else does, when you feel like your girl doesn't, your children don't, your wife, your mother, perhaps your father, perhaps your family, God is the one who truly understands. And God is merciful. God is always merciful. As men, we are going to make mistakes. As men, we are going to run away. But God is merciful. Because as he proved to Jonah in the final chapter, he still says to Jonah, I am there with you. Go ahead. Oh, that's it. <laughs> he still says to Jonah that I am there with you. And he still delivers Jonah and teaches him a lesson about compassion, having kindness towards people. But the whole point of God's teaching Jonah was to say, walk in your purpose when I tell you to walk in your purpose. Amen. So with that being said, I will end this sermon right here and I will end it off in prayer. Um, if there's anybody out there that does not believe in Christ and would like to accept him today, you can come talk to me, you can come talk to Morgan.